You're listening to That Park Live Podcast. From attraction deep dives to resort rundowns to cast member chats, they're here to help you live that park life. Here they are now. Beth and Greg. It's me, Beth, and I'm here with my friend, Greg. Greg. <laughs> what up, everybody? Welcome back to That Park Life Podcast. We what are. It is, yo. Happy to be back. We are. With another week of Are you happy to stuff. be back? Yes. Yeah, please individually reach out to us. Tell us if you're happy to be back. That's right. Have you gotten over your uh, Disneyland blues? Yeah, I am. Uh, I guess a little bit. If you were following along on our story, we went to Magic Kingdom the other day, and we were kind of jokingly pretending to, quote, still be at Disneyland because mm-hmm. I had on my Disneyland shirt, my Disneyland magic band, Nicole had on her Disneyland hoodie. We I mean, pretended just, like, that the castle. It all hang out. Yeah, we pretended the castle was smaller than it is, so that we felt like we were at <laughs> Disneyland. Um, but we Lord. we weren't necessarily planning on going to Magic Kingdom because we didn't want to like tarnish the Disneyland feeling we had floating around. Mm-hmm. We were going to go to a different park, but last minute it had opened up. So like, you know what? Let's just go to Magic Kingdom. We were going to be healthy, so we decided on eating lunch at Columbia Harbor House because they have a grilled salmon there that Nicole likes, and the hail to the leaf salad, which I think we know by now. A fave, a Greg classic, isn't like the most unhealthy thing I could eat. But we were walking around in the hub and we looked at each other and we were like, who are we kidding? We're going to Cosmic Rays. So <laughs> we switched up our plan and we went to Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe. And um, burger all the Greg. Yeah. Well, no, I tried a different burger, everybody. <gasps> so hold your judgment. All right. I got the Triple B Burger, which I, I think is relatively new there. I think maybe it came along with like that other salad that I got with like the chicken and stuff. Anyway. You are a, um, you're a Triple B. Triple B Burger. What? It's a beef patty, bacon on a brioche bun with barbecue sauce. I guess that's a quadruple B. Is that but, all the Bs? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's a beef patty, bacon, cheddar spread. More on that in a moment. Ooh. Crispy onions, Coca-Cola cherry barbecue sauce. That's what kind of yes. got me. I was like, I don't drink Coke. Nor do I drink cherry coke, but I like the idea of it being a barbecue sauce. I'm gonna see sounds, what that means. Sounds really good. Yeah. So I got it, and I probably will never get it again. So the thing about it is, oh. it, it's it's trying to it's straddling two lanes, and it needs to pick one. The okay. barbecue sauce was good, but the cheddar spread on there, I don't oh. want to be gross, but it kind of looked like a like vomit. It was very weird. Yeah. It was like a chunky cheese spread. And I needed so, it to be more like a ranch than a cheddar. So would you get it again, but like just get no cheese spread and then maybe well, just get a... the crispy onions was like the other thing that basically just differentiates mm. it from being a, a cheeseburger with bacon and barbecue sauce. Yeah. Because, you know, the, usually if there's barbecue, like some like a lot of places will put those crispy onions, but they were so small. I was thinking like the French's onion straws, like that where you can yeah. actually like taste onion straws. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like the French yeah. onion. Anyway, mm-hmm. so that thing. Um, I, maybe I got a dud of a version of it, but... I. If you would, if you didn't tell me there were crispy onions in there, I would don't think I would have known. Huh, interesting. So the okay. but the bun was good, the bacon was good, the bacon was good. The yeah. burger patty was a burger patty. I would rather just get a regular cheeseburger and put do my burger a la Greg, which is Bog, put my yeah. own barbecue, my own ranch on it, and well, call it a day. At least you know. At least you yes. know now. Now I know. And now you all know. That's right. Maybe if don't it's not, it. you know. Don't do it. Just it just wasn't good. And Nicole got her gluten free burger and our and I got I got fries too. I was I had a much healthier we had a much healthier. You plan. were like healthier leaf. Nah, we're doing burgers and fries. Get yes. It. Ooh, we call it our reset meal, as you may have heard mm-hmm. me say. And we needed it. We felt I felt like even though it wasn't the best burger I've ever had, uh, my soul yeah. was still satisfied. Okay, let's talk about desserts because I know you always get desserts. We left Magic Kingdom and ran over to Caribbean Beach Resort because it was one of the locations that had two Valentine's Day treats I was trying to get. Mm. But the important one was the plant-based cupcake one because not only is it plant-based, but it's also gluten-free, which means Nicole can eat it. Right. So, um, you know, I'm on this quest of trying to incorporate more plant-based items. I'm just not a full conversion, and I understand. I'm trying to, trying to do a balance As here. you just tell us about your Triple B burger. I mean, yeah, clearly not, <laughs> not focusing on plant-based. Um, maybe the cheese could have been put no, out. Was definitely not one piece. <laughs> well, of that, that would have been worse. Base. That probably um, would have been way worse. We all know Coca Cola is organic and and vegan. So You're anyway, like, now um, that we did that, let's go get something plant based because I'm <laughs> being healthier. <laughs> so uh, Caribbean Beach has these two things. One of them was a um like a little uh I don't know like a little variety pack basically of 
Valentine's Day things. It was two brownies with like Valentine's Day sprinkles on it, mm, a okay. white chocolate covered strawberry, and this little like tart shell raspberry chocolate thing. Like honestly, it was really good. I think it was six forty nine. I want to say for those four things, but okay. I would would absolutely go back and get the exact same thing. And okay. then Nicole ate most of the um, plant based cupcake, but I had some too. It's chocolate cake again made with plant based ingredients mm-hmm. and a quote buttercream frosting. Um, I kind of tight. It was really good, and it feel gross yeah. after eating it, which is I feel like that's the good like barometer to how how the resort how the resort how the dessert is because sometimes it feels good as you're eating it, and then yeah. afterward you're like, oh, that was a mistake. Yeah. But no, I felt I felt good after that. Um, the whole bit of dessert, and I know that the plant based cupcake and the thing that I got are really here for Valentine's Day. If you happen to be here at all in this mm-hmm. month of February, the plant based cupcake is available at. I think every moderate resort and a bunch of the values um, until February 28th. But I'm hoping this means they continue including plant-based cupcakes at the resorts like full-time because this one's yeah. good. Uh, so it was a good sign for the future. Uh, yeah. I think they may have done this cupcake last year because I saw it in some places they were happy to see it back. So mm, maybe okay. it's just a Valentine's Day thing, a February thing, but hopefully we get more because I we really did enjoy for- it. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Maybe we can do a a, a flag day where they make it look like a flag. Yes. They'll have one for my birthday. So anyway, I'm hoping to see more of that around town because it was honestly, it was really good. And Um, um, I have to tell you, I've been very jealous because I've been seeing all these people posting their Tron stuff. Yes. And I'm like, I think he's doing that like this weekend, right? Yeah, Saturday is the day. It's happening. We it's are all um, happening. Yeah, we are. Um, a, a few of us um, are going on, and uh, I'm hoping to maybe put out a quick little mini bonus episode about it. It obviously will contain some spoilers, but um, you know the ride already exists somewhere. I'm more interested in just sharing you about my experience and like what the what the yeah. kind of cue was like, what to expect, that kind of stuff. Mostly, I want to share how I do in terms of motion sickness because yeah. I don't know. It's it's the fastest ride here. It's I think it tops out at just under sixty miles per hour. It's like fifty nine point something. It's a fast Disney ride. Most it's rides the fastest here don't... ride in the wilderness. Yeah, so like I I'm not nervous, but I, yeah. okay, I'm a little nervous. Uh, doesn't there are right. no inversions? Doesn't go upside down. That's not it. But I you know they, Disney posted a point of view video of it. And like, it looks like it goes fast. I feel so, like when um, you're going that fast, because I'm trying to think of um, like Hagrid's goes pretty fast. Like it's a pretty yeah. launch, but I feel like it's easier when you're like on the bike. Yes. So I feel like it's easier when you're like in that position because you're almost kind of ready for it and you're like expecting it. Yes. Whereas I feel like when you're sitting up, it's just like a different, like your stomach is, I don't know. I feel like it's easier to handle when you're in that position, but you'll be able to tell us on Saturday after you do it. Yes, that's the goal. And also between now and then I have to go watch at least one of the Tron movies so I can like just understand the universe a little bit. Yeah, I, um, watch I the don't... first remake, you'll be fine. I think that's what I'm going to do. Um, yeah. That's the Jeff Bridges one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that because I don't, you know, I I don't think you need to understand, uh, but maybe, right. you know what? That's something I hope to tell you. Like maybe maybe I'll, I'll be like, no, you should really watch the movie, one of them, so you understand. But I really don't know anything about it, so that's yeah. my goal between now and then. And then I'm super excited to vomit. I mean, to uh, mm-hmm. go on Tron Light Cycle Run. Just don't eat that gluten free cupcake before you go on it. <laughs> All right, everybody, please join me in welcoming Sam, Sam! at DBC Millennial. Yay. Oh my gosh, you're fresh off of a trip to Walt Disney World. Yeah. But before we get to your trip, just you joined our video call here. I don't know what can see. So I would like to describe mm-hmm. what's going on in Sam's background. Yes. So there's a couple of frames of things. One says home with the Mickey and Minnie kissing in the heart. Looks like some like shadow box type style things with a bunch of pins. And a couple of lounge flies. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. Yeah, I think all lounge flies. So like what's what's going we on? We got a pink you? Cinderella lounge fly. What's the green one? Um, so I have the fiftieth one, which you can't see, it's a little out of frame. The green okay. one okay. is the tiki birds. Okay. Oh. Um, that- then I have a princess you- book one, a Cinderella oh, one. And then these are all the pins that I've hung up so far. This is not all the ones I have. <laughs> Love okay. it. Um, and then I have like an interchangeable home sign. So right now it's for Valentine's Day. When you Wait, say interchangeable, yeah, where the is heart that from? Is it from out? Castlebound? Um, so this one is from Pop Creative Designs. Okay. 
And I actually have, I think, 20 magnetic pieces, so I can change it out for like holidays and birthdays and all that good stuff. Send me a link right now. (laughs) Not a sponsor. Maybe they should be, but we'll we'll see if we can include a link uh, in case people are curious. I really love, um, I think it's Castlebound Supply, but their stuff is so expensive. It's like incredible stuff. Like it's really cool things and they have like Harry Potter things and whatever, but I'm like, it's very expensive because I have (laughs) some stuff like that, but I'm like, I can't afford that. I just can't. And you um, only anyways. have so much wall space, so. That's true. Yeah. Um, and you have a bunch of lounge flies, though, don't you? Like, aren't you kind of like the queen of lounge flies and ears and pens? Um, so I have, at last count, I have 36. Okay. No. Wait, 36 what? Bags <laughs> or ears? Flies. Love it. Oh, holy moly. How do you pick which ones you're going to take with you? Um, Usually, I pick based off of what park we're going to, so that kind of okay. narrows down like what fits for that day. Um, most of them, I kind of build the outfit around. Okay. Um, mm. there are a couple that I have that are quote unquote neutral bags, so I can basically wear anything with them. Yeah. Um, but they obviously are not all on this wall behind me because they yeah, would not yeah. fit. <laughs> I feel like I remember you posting a picture of all of them one time. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'm like, how do you travel? Cause I mean, you fly down, right? I mean, mm-hmm. so I'm like, does that not just take up a bunch of space in your suitcase? You put stuff in the bag when you pack it. Yeah. Put a, so- like an outfit in it. Yeah, so I usually put, um, I roll my outfits up, stick them in a plastic bag, and then stick them in the lounge fly that I'm going to use for that outfit. Um, It stays on space, and it definitely helps them keep their shape, because as soon as you close the suitcase, they can get kind of smushed. So it helps it kind of stay brand new-ish looking. (laughs) You kind of stick your ears in there, too, for whatever the outfit is? Or how do you do your ears? Um, usually my ears I'll stick in like a packing cube, either a medium one or a large one, depending on how many I take. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so that keeps them all together. So they're not sliding around the bag. Um, but usually I'll wrap like a hoodie or something a little fluffy around them so that if they do move, it's not, they're not going to like bang against the side of the suitcase. Cool. Because I fly spirit and they're rough. So. Yeah. Yes. This is a, a level of organization that I'm mm-hmm. having a hard time wrapping my mind around. The idea that you're able to pre-plan an outfit, because I was sitting here thinking, do you know how I plan my outfit? It's what clothes are clean. Like that's what's going on in the body. Like it's certainly not what, what matches anything, but good for you. Because like that's cool. I, and, and probably that gets you excited to go, right? Like that's part of the, yeah. the pre-trip fun. Yeah, that usually starts um, six months out is I will Holy. I will start outfit planning. Okay, are you an Enneagram too? We need to talk about this. Um, I'm a one, actually. Okay, so you're close oh, to it too. That's I was the, like, you're the perfectionist, like very, the one? Yeah, yeah, like very organized, <laughs> very everything is, and I love it so much. Love that. Yeah, I'm, I pick my clothes basically by how bloated I'm feeling that day. So <laughs> it's like once you get to Disney, you start eating the food, it's like, mm, how are these leggings going to look today? I'm going to go with my tighter ones or my looser ones. <laughs> go with the looser. You got to eat, eat that cake looser. and get the looser. Yeah. Um, all right. So you just you just got back mm-hmm. from a, a quick trip. You stayed at Riviera, Grand Floridian. You did some park stuff. So I'd like, if it's okay with you, to start at Disney's Riviera Resort. We haven't yet gotten to the Riviera for our resort rundown. So we haven't really talked like a whole lot about it yet. So more on that to come in the future. But I know you're there for just one night. But what do you like about staying at the Riviera. So this was my second time staying at Riviera. The first time we did resort only. So we mm-hmm. got to really experience all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I like the location, even though it's like not really next to a park, but it's close enough to two and the Skyliner yeah. makes everything so convenient. Yeah. Um, so I picked Riviera for that night because we were going to be starting at Hollywood Studios, and then the next morning we were at Epcot. Mm, so it was just perfect. so much easier to be between the two. Yeah. Um, and I also really like the theming. I was I was kind of worried when they were building Riviera that it was going to be so bland and like modern and everything was going to be so white. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have so much Disney art in there and so many little Disney touches in the room that it, it doesn't take you out of being at Disney. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of the, the I don't want to say complaints, but um, some feedback I've heard about the resort is that the lobby is small. And then um, I always like to ask the question, but have you been there? <laughs> like, have you have you explo- have you you gone through the lobby and seen what else is around? Mm-hmm. Because there's a freaking library mm-hmm. dedicated to Walt Disney's travels to, like, I don't know, other countries. Like, that's that doesn't exist anywhere else. There's so many cool things there. Mm. 
Yeah, and I kind of think of the lobby as like that main area you first walk into, um, mm-hmm. the Voyager's Lounge, which is what you're talking about to the side. Mm-hmm. And then there's that whole lawn in the back with yeah. all like, it has like cornhole and chess and like you can all play like bocce. lawn games. So it's b- Hello, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's an yeah. indoor-outdoor lobby. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was thinking. I was like, you know what? If you were traveling to the Italian or French Riviera, like countryside stuff, you wouldn't sit in the lobby. You'd go sit outside. That's exactly what the resort is inviting you to do. It's inviting you to go out into the big courtyard. Now, am I on a soapbox about this? Is it's, it, That's how, no, what I'm hearing I mean, in I my ears. I'm just passionate about I think it. a lot of people think about lobbies being like that indoor area and it's like you're right it's like an indoor outdoor lobby i mean mm-hmm. they just added more space i guess for the outdoor um yeah i love well and let me ask you this because this is a question that i feel like i've had for you too greg like what is it like when you're staying somewhere just for a night because to me i'm like is it like is that enough is it enough time because you're you're checking in at like four and then you got to be out the next morning by like you know whatever time it is um and when you're moving resorts do they move your luggage for you to the next place like what does that all look like um so i'll answer the luggage one first so i have only used bell services to move between resorts um usually we don't rent a car so i don't have a way to get things to and from by myself um i usually do split stays with dvc because i want to check all the resorts off my list Mm -hmm. and also i kind of like bouncing around okay um so dropping myself off at bell services in the morning it usually will get to the next resort by like two and most days that i switch i'm in a park anyway so i don't know they just like put it in your room for you so you don't have to like because i guess in my head i'm thinking well then you got to go like check in and then you got to go like settle into your room but i guess if they do that for you you just pretty much show up and your stuff's there when you get done is that how it is So usually um, I'll get into the new room, whatever resort it's at, and then I'll just call down to Bell Services and they Mm -hmm. can just bring everything up Um, because I pack heavy. So (laughs) sometimes (laughs) those loud, you're like, I got a lot of lounge flies. Please be (laughs) gentle. Thank you. Sometimes they need a little help. And um, I also have an owner's locker down there. So it's full of like toiletries, ponchos, like things that I don't want to constantly have to pack to and from New Jersey. Um, so that is like a giant Rubbermaid storage tote. So I can't really move it by myself. So I, that's when I usually call Bell Services to just bring it all up at once. I didn't even know that was a thing. Is that a thing? Owner's yeah, lockers? it's very popular with Disney Vacation Club members. Oh. The owner in that sentence being like, you know, Disney Vacation Club owner those? or member. Locally, not it's not a Disney. It's not a Disney run program. I feel like I should mention oh, it's, th- it's okay. third party. Cool. Uh, but they'll deliver the little crate thing to your resort, so you have your stuff from your previous trips. Great. So if you've ever been at a deluxe resort, it's usually the deluxe ones because it's like okay. Greg said, it's usually DVC members. Yeah. You'll see like a purple van, like a big purple van, and that's what they get dropped off and picked up oh, in. I'm gonna be looking for the purple van. Like <laughs> who you got today? <laughs> The first town. part of your question about about yeah. whether one night is enough yeah. at a resort, I, I don't know. It depends, right? So I've even though check in for the for this particular resort for since it's a Disney Vacation Club resort is, is four o'clock. Um, typically, we'll get there before four, and even if our room's not ready, that's a great time to explore. Mm-hmm. So it just depends. Like if you're really just there for a bed to sleep in, then any number of nights, I guess, is enough. But if you want to explore, you got to take that time and explore. That might mean yeah. staying up late and getting up early to do it. But if you like the variety, when it seems like Sam does, mm-hmm. um, then, you know, I feel like also sometimes it's a matter of what's available, right? Yeah. You got to, you got if you want to get there, you want to stay somewhere, you might have to do a split stay. Yeah. But for me now, I think I need to, like two nights generally is the minimum for me to feel like I'm at a place. Like one full like day is, is what I'm looking for yeah. now. So the two nights I think is, is maybe Perfect. what you're looking for more about than a, than a yeah. one-nighter like a weekend stay you know what i mean where it's like yeah. just yeah. enough like friday but saturday night yeah i've always wondered about that especially because i mean doug and i we're just very park motivated it's like we want to go to the parks and so to us but i guess you would kind of have to really dedicate more time to the resort like that's what you're gonna do i mean you're paying the money for it so you know and did you eat at um topolino while you were there i don't remember seeing anything about that um not this trip no okay. we didn't you did okay. before though when you stayed there the first time didn't you yeah, we've actually eaten there twice. So the first okay. time um, was when we stayed there in June of 21. And then mm. the second time was when we went um, for my birthday last May. Okay. So gotcha. I've only done breakfast. I haven't done dinner yet. But if they want Mickey breakfast. to dinner, I could be incentivized. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do breakfast over there. That's on my list. Cause like, it's cool. It's really yeah. cool. I've heard it's pretty cool. 
it's pretty cool. Do you remember that Miley Cyrus <laughs> SNL skit? It's pretty cool. Yes, oh my gosh. She was like, it's pretty cool. <laughs> right, anyway, sorry. Um, did you try out any of the quick service food or what did you eat? Anything? Yeah. You know, did you try like the little um, Le Petite Cafe or anything while you were there? Um, so I had every intention of getting the cinnamon cold brew from Le Petite Cafe. Um, but by the time I had done my little morning walk around the resort, which started at 6 a.m., um, I was like, you know, what? I'm feeling something kind of different. So I got a mimosa from there. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, so feeling extra fancy. Yeah. I did stop at Primo Piatto that morning because um, Riviera has that signature cookie. Okay. Yes. It comes in a little box. You can buy a whole box of them. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I think there were six in the box. Ooh. So nice. I took my I took my cup of coffee that I'd gotten earlier and my little box of cookies and I went over and sat in front of the tangled mural. So I was like on the fountain. Yes. I sat and ate my cookie and Love watched it. everybody going up to Topolino's and mm. made some so cool. <laughs> made some kids jealous. <laughs> yeah. As um, I don't know if anyone else out there had a small panic attack when you said six a.m. But I, I would like to share. <laughs> That I'm I'm at Riviera a handful of times a month in the six o'clock mm-hmm. hour, and it's beautiful there when people are asleep. And I mean, you could say this probably about a lot of places, but specifically there because of like just how open it is over Barefoot Bay, sharing its mm-hmm. body of water with Caribbean Beach. But it's just so nice there, watching the sunrise out there. Like the whole yeah. that whole back what time area do they is start beautiful. Running the back skyliner there. in the morning because I feel like uh, early. Yeah, I think they. they it might not be at like six. 30 okay yeah so i you know i, I run at riviera at, le- like at least once a month so i, I start before 6 a.m and by 6 30 if not before it's that like you see them testing them out at that point yeah they're not loading guests on but they're they're running them to make yeah. sure they're safe and whatnot so other than riviera you also stayed at the grand floridian yes yes and i'm sure it wasn't your first time there either um it was my first time as a dvc member okay i stayed there oh geez when was it me and my family did um, one of the maiden voyages of the Disney Cruise Line. I just can't remember which ship. So cool. I think okay. it was like 10. And we did that land and sea package. Mm-hmm. So oh. for my parents, it was a $100 difference between Caribbean Beach and Grand Floridian. So they oh. picked Grand Floridian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, uh, yeah, oh, we're going to stay there. Yeah. So now that you're older, what, what did you think? <laughs> um, it was definitely super bougie feeling. Mm. Um doing my little 6am walk around in my sweats was kind of kind of weird. (laughs) Um, But it was a gorgeous resort. I really liked it. I liked the location because for us, that was like our Magic Kingdom time. Mm -hmm. So we were super close there. Um, I don't know, though, I think I still liked Riviera more. And I think that's going to upset some people. But it's just different. It's just like it's a a different different vibe. It's a different bougie. (laughs) Different bougie. (laughs) Yeah, it it is, and if the lobby of the Grand Floridian gets refurbished in a way that reflects the, I guess you can call them lobbies, but the first floors of like the new buildings that they've been doing, mm-hmm. like uh, the building that is now DVC Villas, um, I think it's going to have a feel that's more like Riviera, but I really think that's a good thing. Cause I love the lobby of the Grand Floridian, but it is old. Yeah. And I know that someone out there is saying, well, it's supposed to look old. Well, no, things can look vintage. Yeah. And also not look old, but I think it's starting to actually show its age a little bit. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. No, it needs to look like um, old money, not just old. <laughs> that, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and you get anything to eat there? Because they're, they're quick service, although maybe the slowest quick service I've ever been to. Um, the food's pretty good over there at Gasparilla Island Grill. Um, I actually had my last Disney supper there yesterday. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so Which I got, is? I think it was like the caprese sandwich that's okay. on that yes. matcha bread. Oh, so good. Yeah. And the house yes. made chips. Delicious. Ooh. I feel like I've heard about those, good stuff. Heard about those house made jealous. chips a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, all right. So that's, that's the, your resort stuff. Let's get to some of this park stuff because I know you did the keys to the kingdom tour, which is something Beth and I have yeah. done. And I'm curious to hear how that went for you. And then I know you had mentioned to me, what your um a little information about your tour guide too that i think people will find interesting yeah so this was um keys to the kingdom has been on my list probably for the last 10 years that i've wanted to do it um so this trip it kind of worked out where we weren't doing like a ton of park time so we had you know kind of time to roam around and do things that we hadn't tried yet um so we booked the 9 30 tour because while I'm a morning person and it would have happily been on the 8 a.m. tour, mm-hmm. um, my boyfriend is not. So <laughs> booked the latest one I could get. And check-in was super easy. Um, 
I don't know if you guys have talked about like how it works on the show, but you just check in at town square mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you're supposed to meet with Mickey. Yeah. Um, we picked our lunch. We got bottles of water. And then 9.15, we were pretty much on our way. Got your headset on and your whatever, your little like. Oh, yes. You feel very official with the yeah, little the earbud. <laughs> the little like, whisper headset. Not, we didn't yeah. like pass this technology at this point. But it is what it is. And they're like, you're following them with their little flag. Where um, where did they do lunch for you guys? Uh, we did Pecos Bill. Okay. Mm. Okay. I can't remember. What was your lunch? Um, it was also Pecos okay, Bill. Okay. See, ours was Casey's when we did it. Oh. So I was curious um, about like what it was. But I guess it really just depends. I mean, I guess that's just what they do now. Maybe they just always do Pecos. But I don't know. It's nice because they have that little room in the back. I'm assuming you're in that same little room too, Sam, yeah. where like mm-hmm. as you exit towards what used to be the McDonald's fry cart. I can never remember the name of that cart, but yeah. that little room off to the left there that they just kind of reserve. Yeah, ours was like served over at the, um, oh, what's it called? It's over near the Purple Wall where they do the... Um, oh, like the Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland Terrace? Terrace. Yeah, but it was weird. The place that's never open. Right, because <laughs> we like showed up and they just had like everyone's food sitting out. So it was like, okay, well now our food's kind of cold but whatever (laughs) and they just like had your table like ready with your ticket or whatever for what you ordered so Mm -hmm. sounds like they've you know maybe done better with the system there but um okay so so, what were some of the highlights of your tour what did you think um so we got really lucky with how like the walk of our tour was timed out so we actually ended up backstage when they were prepping for the 12 o'clock festival the fantasy parade um so we got to see a couple a couple performers get put on their float in various ways. There were forklifts and ladders and (laughs) the whole process. Um, We also got to see some characters maybe not fully show ready, Mm -hmm. um, holding coffees and Gatorades. (laughs) So it was just, it was interesting to see like what it all looks like before they cross that line and like they're visible to guests. Mm Um, so if you want to see that part and there is a 12 o'clock parade, definitely do the 930 because we stayed back there for probably probably an hour and a half. Okay. Wow. Um, because everyone really wanted to watch the parade prep and everything. And um, our tour guide used to do parades. So she had a lot of knowledge about how they all work. Gotcha. Um, so she was telling us, too, that every tour guide has kind of their different Thing that they specialize in so okay. she was entertainment for 10 years so she knows all about parades and shows and fireworks and all that good stuff um, but some of the other tour guides maybe they came from more like management side or they came more from operations so they know more about those things mm-hmm. um, so every tour that you have could be totally different so if you want to do okay. more than once you can right oh, yeah because there's good different like uh, attractions right so what were the attractions that you guys did um, we did Jungle Cruise and then we did Haunted Mansion. Okay. I think that's what we did, but I think y'all did something different, right, Greg? We just did, um, Jungle Cruise okay. and I was under the impression that our tour guide was going to do special jokes for us. Cause that's like what oh. she had built it up to be. <laughs> and, and then, then it, it just was the regular, yeah. it was nothing, but nothing against the regular yeah. tour, but I thought we were going to get like a, like an overlay basically of the ride or a point, not so much doing the jokes, but pointing out things about the ride, like a, like a tour of the ride, not the tour of the jungle, right. which is the right. Um, <laughs> but I digress. What? Yeah, was we this had, your, was this we like had your... two people on our tour who'd never been to Disney. Like this oh. was their what? first time. Get out of here. Um, well, so, here so of course, like we all know like about the jungle cruise, everybody else on the tour is like very familiar with, you know, the jokes and the skippers mm-hmm. and all that. Um, so they, this was their first time on it and they didn't get like the usual jungle cruise experience. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they were no. like, this was weird. <laughs> Interesting. You're like, please, please do this right again. Thank you. <laughs> was this your first time in the Utilidor? Like, what did you think of the Utilidor? Um, I don't think my jaw was off the floor the entire time. Really? Were you like, this is like the mythical creature that, you know, everyone that like loves Disney is curious to see. And then you're kind of like, wah, wah. You're like oh, it's kind of stinky. It and they're is. playing Maroon 5 on the radio. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's anticlimactic, it's but I'm glad to hear you like it. Yeah. They actually had, um, they had the cranberries on that morning. So. Okay. <laughs> zombie. Um, they're playing zombie. But my head was like on a swivel the entire time. Like I'm sure... She shared a ton of information. Mm-hmm. I think I heard half of it because I was every person that walked by. I'm like, where are they going? Yeah. What is that person doing? And oh, what's <laughs> yeah. over there? You're like, oh, where's the costume room? I think we walked by. Maybe that was the other time I was there. We walked by like a costume room where they just had like all of these 
you know, costumes for like, not, not costumes for like cast members, like the costumes that like, uh, characters, character costumes, I guess I should say. So it was like mm-hmm. weird. Cause you're like, there's King Louie just hanging out on a finger. <laughs> That's kind of weird to see. Oh, we, we got to see, um, we got to see Belle in full beat in sweats, dragging her dress behind her, like yeah. getting ready to go on stage. <laughs> She's like, see you out there. <laughs> Blowing a cigarette. I think that's so cool. When we did our keys, um, it was Elsa, like full wig mm-hmm. and makeup, but just regular clothes. Like she, you know, she kept part, yeah. parts of the, the look to, ready to go, but the rest of it was basically sweats and stuff. It's such a, it's such like a jarring thing. You don't I expect to like see I feel like I wouldn't that. know how to act too, because you're like, I'm not on stage, but it's like, hi. Hey, everyone. (laughs) Sorry you're seeing me this way, but okay, whatever. It's a tour. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they see hundreds of guests Mm -hmm. like that. They they don't, they don't sweat it. I'm I'm assuming they don't sweat it. Um, I haven't had a lot of experience down there. I mean, I've been down there a handful of times, not, you know, with keys to the kingdom, like as a cast member, but the only like room that I've been in, that's not just like the regular hallways was one of those double locked doors with a vestibule. It's like, you have to get lot, you have to get let into one room and then that door has to close before you can ring the doorbell for the next door to get in. Really? Cause we went to a place that I think houses some type of uh, monetary goods, uh, whether they were gift cards okay. or like cash or something. So like it was extra secure. I don't, I don't remember you what were, we like, were delivering. In the vault. But, yeah. It was in some <laughs> vault or something. Yeah. I don't, I don't, don't exactly know what it was. You know but, where Walt Disney's body is hidden. <laughs> that's exactly it was kind of chilling in there maybe they were keeping Walt down there I don't well know. it's funny because when you tell people like when I tell people you know you're really on like the third floor or whatever like when you're walking in the park people are like what I'm like yeah like there's a there's a bunch of stuff underneath it I think you're either on the second mm-hmm. or third floor technically when you're like yeah. walking through the park they don't realize how raised up it is so it's just cool to be under there because you're like, oh, I wonder wonder what we're like underneath right now as you're like walking through. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like you take an elevator and boom, you're in the castle. Like yeah. it's just a strange, yeah. strange yeah. thing. Um, okay, so you did your keys to the kingdom. And I think I saw you um, participating in some type of snacking tour. Did I get that Wait, right? Wait, hold on. Go back. We didn't talk about the tour guide. You said you had something to tell oh, about yes. the tour guide. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, so at the beginning of the tour, she kind of opened it up, like, does anybody have any questions or, like, anything they want to know, like, as we're going? And someone asked her if she had been friends with any characters. And she's like, well, I'm not going to tell you that now. Like, we'll, I'll, we'll wait till the end of the tour and then I'll tell you, like, everybody who I was friends with. Um, she only ended up telling us one character and it was when we were in the Utilidors and they had this big poster of the castle with like the dream lights on it Mm -hmm. and she was like talking about how you know Anna and Elsa the last year they did it would light the castle but she liked it better when it was the fairy godmother Mm. wink wink you're like oh Oh, got it (laughs) got it (laughs) interesting did she like like did did she look like it were you like putting it together like oh okay I see it I, so I as like soon that's... as she said that she had been friends with characters, I'm like, I feel like she's got that fairy godmother okay. vibe. Sounds like it was like yeah. an older I, woman. Yeah, so I okay. thought that maybe she had worked at um, Bibbidi Boppity Boutique because, mm-hmm. like, I could see her kind of in that role. But then when she told us, like, she was friends with the fairy godmother, like, in parades and shows and, like, mm-hmm. all that, I was like, ah, yeah, I see it. Cool. <laughs> well, that's kind of cool because we don't hear a lot about that. So, yeah. It's a rare one. All right, back to your snack. Yeah, let's tour. talk about snacks. Just because I'm curious. Um, but did I get that right? Did I see that correctly? Um, so I got to be part of Bethany Vinton's little snack tour. Um, oh, she would go okay. to park hopping. So it was our first day, and all I wanted to get was the um, it's the limited time tart from mm. Woody's Lunchbox. And it's like okay. sweet potato, brown sugar, like toasted marshmallows, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, the limited time tart is what they called me in middle school. <laughs> Um, anyway, continue. So, so I, I DM'd her and I was like, hey, we're headed to Woody's. Like, I already ordered you one, like, if you want to meet up. And she's like, okay, great. So we got to do our little live tasting of it. Um, I inhaled mine because I hadn't eaten yet that day. Yeah, she's like, did you even taste it? <laughs> delicious. Like, oh, so, this is delicious. I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was curious. I, I'm sitting here looking it up. It is the sweet potato lunchbox mm. tart for four forty nine. Oh, that's not bad. And it is described as cinnamon brown sugar icing, toasted marshmallows, and pecans. Not pecans, because we're too fancy for that. We stayed at the Grand Florida in Riviera, so they're pecans. Yeah. Sweet potato pie, is that what it tastes like? Honestly, that sounds really yeah. good. I don't know why I haven't had that. Much, come on, Greg. Kind of, 
it was like kind of Thanksgiving-y. Like yeah. if they brought it back yeah. for Thanksgiving, it would fit. Right. Um, okay. But yeah, it was delicious. Yeah, what makes that this season, right? I feel like it's not the right season. I, mean, I don't know like, about a season just expert. Let's try it out and then we'll bring it back out for Thanksgiving yeah, this year. Yeah, okay. All right, what else that. did you have? Um, so I also got the Grown Ups Lemonade there because, I mean, you have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I didn't... Wait, re- let's, look, let's look that up because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'll be honest. I don't know much about What's the menu the there. What's the booze in it? Yeah, uh, so the Grown Up Lemonade vodka? is Cherry Vodka, Minute Made Premium Lemonade, and Black Cherry Puree. So the Cherry Vodka is what makes it the adult version. Yeah. Yes. And good? It's it was delicious? delicious. Mm. Yes, so good. Um, if they did it frozen, that would be even better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I like the frozen drinks. I'm more about I'm like, yeah, but is it a frozen marg? Like, <laughs> margarita's <laughs> great, but if it's frozen, it's way better. Yes. Cool. Um, and then we had we were doing the phantasmic dining package, so we were doing dinner at Hollywood and Vine. So my yes. my intention was to snack throughout the day and then go mm-hmm. have the full dinner. Um, and then I actually ended up not eating anything between the lunchbox start and dinner, <laughs> which I only realized. When so we got you there. went ham. Yeah, is what yes. you're saying. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's what it's all about. You got to get your money's worth for sure. Yeah. Oh, I, I definitely got my money's worth. What's on the menu there in. for dinner? I've only been to Hollywood and Vine for breakfast. We're just big breakfast people. But when we when it comes to Disney, I don't know what it is. We're like, we're going to go get breakfast. Like, we never eat breakfast like that. But what kind of stuff's on the menu for dinner there? Um, So they had chicken. They had, like, a salad bar. They had three different kinds of potatoes, um, <laughs> all of which I got on the second plate. You're like, I already had sweet potatoes today. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Your carb yeah. plate, carb, if I remember yeah. correct. Yes. According to the menu, officially, it is assorted breads, which always. I'm already there. Sold, yeah. right? It's you always assorted Show me breads. a carb and I'm there. Um, the, cal- the kale, apple, and cranberry salad, plant-based mm-hmm. option. Couscous salad, plant-based. Uh, shrimp, mm-hmm. sour cream and chive, whipped potato. Yes. Okay. Yes, please. Caramelized Brussels sprouts on that one, but I'm sure people <laughs> no, like dude, it. I would love that. Um, seared salmon, oven roasted herbed chicken, plant-based mushroom farro risotto. Ooh, Interesting. Yes. That's plant-based. Crispy tofu with Asian glaze, roasted pork with spicy mustard sauce, macaroni and cheese with shrimp and bacon. Did you try that? It was so good. Weird. That sounds good. Weird that they would throw in... It's a lot of flavors yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, bacon I get, but shrimp and bacon? Interesting. More, t- uh, more t- potatoes. Uh, the olive oil herb crushed potatoes. Uh, and then an herb crushed tenderloin steak with horseradish cream, slow roasted crispy pork belly. This is a lot more than I re- than I would have guessed, I what guess. Was... And then, of course, your beverages and of yeah. uh, a variety what of What was like your favorite stuff. thing that you were like, I got to go back and get like a whole plate of that? Um, probably the crispy tofu. Okay. And I, as a rule, just generally don't really eat tofu. Like I'm not a vegetarian. I would rather have like yeah. a giant plate of meat. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was really, it was really good. Like they had a ton of like Asian seasoning on the mm-hmm. outside and then they had jasmine rice right next to it. So it was like the perfect little oh, yeah. like Chinese food mm-hmm. type of meal. People hate um, on ta- yeah, tofu, really but good. I'm like, if it's made right, it's really good. Because it really doesn't taste like much. It takes on the yeah. flavor of whatever you're cooking it with. So if that's good, then it's fine. But yeah, I love some good tofu. And then what do they have dessert-wise there? Um, They had like a little cheesecake. and But it wasn't like your traditional cheesecake with like the graham cracker on the bottom. It was like they melted sugar on the top to kind of make it crunchy. Oh. Um, so that was interesting. They had a peanut butter and jelly um tartlet which okay if it was just the peanut butter i would have been good i've never been a big fan of jelly jelly. okay (laughs) greg probably would have loved that i was the kid that had just the dry peanut butter sandwich like that was how did you talk i feel like you're (laughs) that commercial (laughs) do you remember that commercial from like the 90s where it was like they had to call the cops or something the got milk commercial yeah and he like had to call somebody but he like just took in a a bite of a peanut butter sandwich or whatever i don't anyways (laughs) I digress. I digress. <laughs> um, and then they had like the self-serve, soft-serve ice cream, which okay. always big uh, hit. Okay. Um, and then a Mississippi mud pie, which is pretty good. Oh, okay. I feel like I've had that somewhere. I don't remember where exactly. Um, and this was all part of, this was the dining package with Fantasmic. So then you got to go fan- see Fantasmic. Yes. Um, so I haven't seen Fantasmic in probably 15 years. Um 
Like, my family was not big on the nighttime spectaculars. Mm. We were more like, okay, everyone else is sitting down and watching fireworks. Let's go on some rides. Yeah. Um, so when Fantasmic, of course, went away, I was devastated because mm. I hadn't seen it in so long. Um, and when it came back, we were there in November, and the line to get into the first show was already an hour and a half long. So I was like, okay, when we come back in February, we are not standing in this line. Like, I'm yeah. not doing yeah. this. <laughs> Uh, so we booked the dining package so that we could get the reserved seating and show up to the show. I think we showed up at like 7.30 and we were 10 rows back from the moat, like dead center. Cool. So it was so worth it. Absolutely worth yes. it. Good. <laughs> yes. Good. I feel like whenever I hear Fantasmic, I hear something else. So I, I'm, I'm assuming there are others out there. So we, I just have, I have to okay. do it. So if you heard Fantasmic, you probably started to hear this. It's happening. The magic of Phantasmic's about to hit your ears. Anyone else have goosebumps? Oh, wait for it, wait for it. the perfect song for the bedroom <laughs> um if you time it all right anyway um great song so thank you for indulging me in some so fantastic so had to do it um you know our, our time is flying by I here know. sam i feel like we could talk all day so, so um right before we hit record we were just talking about um what you're doing the rest of the week and i feel like you should just share because i think it might blow people's mm-hmm. mind how the re- so you just flew back home yesterday yep so we okay we landed um a little after midnight Okay. Um, so today it is Monday. I had to do a full day of work. It was not fun. Um, and then I will be leaving again on Wednesday night and doing Moonlight Magic at Epcot. And then I will be doing a full park day on Thursday and then flying home at 6 a.m. on Friday so that I don't have to take another day off of work. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is another quick trip, man. You are dedicated. Oh, yeah. Yes. Dedicated. Well, man. My gosh, you got to go to Moonlight yeah. Magic. You got to get the free Mickey bars. Listen, you got to do what you got to do. Well, that's of course. Exciting. Is anyone going with of you this course. time or is it just you? Um, so it's just me. I'm okay. meeting up with a friend at Moonlight Magic. And okay. then the next day, um, I'm going to have lunch at Kona with another Instagram friend. So, Wow. Oh, love it. Well, good. Awesome. Well, everyone needs to follow along then at DBC Millennial. Yeah, we'll put your information um, as we did when you were here anyway. I was like, hey, because I wasn't going to be in the park a little bit. I was like, people still need some park mm-hmm. stuff. And our good friend Sam's going. That's so right. like, go follow Sam. So when you're at Moonlit Magic, um, we'll be sure to, to share your, your story then yeah, too. Need- Hopefully I'll be going to Moonlit Magic next week. Registration's later this week. And we can't wait to see what you're going to wear and which lounge fly yes. you're going to take and then which <laughs> ears you're going to wear. So now that we know all these things about you. Yes. Sad, sadly, the lounge flies will stay at home because it is such a quick trip. Oh, and I will, fair enough. I will literally be bringing like all of my stuff off the plane yeah. to Epcot. Like I'm uh, just going to have okay. a backpack. Okay. So yeah. um, if you see me, I will have all of my personal belongings for the next 36 hours on me. <laughs> Sounds great. Where are you staying for this trip? Um, so the first night I'm at Pop. Okay. Um, that's how I was able to get in registration for Moonlight Magic mm. this time. Gotcha. Um, and then the second night I'm at Polynesian. Awesome. Ooh, oh, fancy. Can't wait to see that content. Yeah. Get it, girl. Yeah. Thank you for joining us and telling us all about your trip. We greatly appreciate it. And thank we'll you for having me. Following along. Of course. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, we have some questions that were sent our way a few weeks ago now. We had started answering some, so I figured we'd pick up and continue along. Okay. Um, I'll start us off with a question from Sarah with no H because H's are ill. That's right, H's are ill. <laughs> Sarah said, we will be in Disney World for the Princess Half Marathon. What do we need to do to prepare to get to the park that morning, Saturday morning? Okay, which is the marathon morning. Correct. Well, it's the marath- It's the half marathon weekend, but the half marathon is actually only the, the, sorry, Saturday is only the 10K 
the half marathon okay. is Sunday. So whatever the race weekend is, the biggest race is always on Sunday. It's a half marathon weekend. The half is on Sunday. Well, that's where I'm like, but, are they asking about the actual park? Or are they ax- asking about like getting there for the marathon? I'm thinking the park. Okay. Like okay. How, how to get to a park. I don't think they're participating in the, in the half marathon. But the reason why I wanted to make sure we asked this question, one, it's around the corner. Mm-hmm. But these runs happen throughout the year. There's another one in April, Springtime Surprise Challenge. Or a springtime surprise weekend, I guess, is what it is. And then again in November for the for the food and wine, wine and dine. Mm. And then, you know, every January is the big one, right? So there's a good chance that you might be coming on a, on a race weekend. And it's important to know the a change, I guess, to the traffic pattern because this is good news in this situation. Um, in general, they opened the flyover at the Magic Kingdom Auto Plaza. So as you're approaching the, um, what you might call like the toll booth, to Magic Kingdom, always, you know, to the you'd go to the right if you're going to Fort Wilderness, and you'd go to the left, and this and this that same road would take you to that intersection where you go left for the Polynesian and Grand Floridian, or right mm-hmm. to Wilderness, or you just keep going straight for Contemporary, mm-hmm. and that road is always closed for full marathon, and then for this half marathon because this half marathon takes you through Magic Kingdom. Not all of them do, but this one does. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the flyover now is off to the left. So now you still go off to the left if you want to go to Contemporary, Grand, or Polynesian, but it splits up again. And if you're going to the Polynesian or Grand Floridian, you go like way to the left. Like now you're going to the left of the Magic Kingdom parking lot. So you're on the mm. other side. And then right. you go to the right if you want to go to the Contemporary. So now when that road is closed for, for Run Disney events, they still have that other lane open, which really opens up that whole area because the, the biggest area of congestion when they do these road closures is the magic kingdom one. Cause there aren't as many alternatives to get up there. So that's, it's right. by the way, it might not feel like good news, but I'm telling you, it's great news that this road opened up because mm. although it might go down to one lane, at least there's another road to go down. Very helpful. So because you're going on Saturday, Sarah with no H um, you'll be okay. It's the 10 K it is not only is it fewer road closures, but they're closed for a shorter duration. Um, so, so really as long as you're taking a, a Disney bus, if that's what your plan is, then you should you should pretty much be okay that mm. Saturday. Good tip. Good tip. All right. Amber asks, if you could only go to one park on your trip, which would it be? Oh, what'd you say? I feel, I feel like we could say this together. Mm-hmm. Ready? Three, two, one. Magic, Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. And not Animal <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> and not animal specifically kingdom. not animal kingdom we're just big magic kingdom people it's our favorite park it has the most nostalgia but there's also like newer things to do there but there's mm-hmm. also roller coasters but there's also kitty rides there's good food there i mean i don't know what what else do you want to say there our favorite rides are there yeah what else do you have to add to that um i describe it as the most magic per square foot i think it the is most the most magical place on earth it's, it's got the most magic per capita or whatever yeah. that phrase is yeah the most densely uh populated magic so um for me i need like a, a people mover vibe and a main street vibe yeah. for my disney park experience to be complete yeah. and i can only get that there at magic kingdom park right and we like a good haunted mansion vibe and we Ooh. like a good um Space Mountain vibe. Yes. We like a pirates. good ice cream sundae on Main Street Ooh. vibe. We like a good happily ever after at the night in the nighttime vibe. Coming back. Yes. Coming back. We like sometimes Casey's, sometimes Pecos. I mean, there's just a lot of, I don't know. That's just our favorite. Yep. We pretty much always end up there. So. And I feel like, yeah. you know, it might be a bit of a cliche answer, but guess what? It's how we it feel. Is. So deal point. with it, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Christy says, what's something you'd pay full price for, like a food or experience, and something you would highly not recommend again? So mm. I had to really think about this. Yeah, this I generally, a little bit tough. I me. don't really do a lot of like the, the paid extra things, and I'm not yeah. going to include Genie Plus in this, which, by the way, when done a certain way, I do think it's worth it, but that's my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, I think something that I would always pay full price for, let's say like discounts disappeared, I would still pay full price for Ohana dinner. That's did something you see that my I... notes? Oh, no. Did you say the same thing? I literally said the same thing. Oh. I was like, uh, Ohana all day. Like, Because yeah. we, we pretty much always have to pay full price. Yes. And I'm like, every time, all day, we would pay full price for Ohana. No yeah. And, I mean, I have, right? I mean, there's, a, yeah. there's an annual pass holder discount. It's not a whole yeah. lot. Or DVC, it's 10%. But without that or any other discount that I might have, um, it, I would still... That's still number one. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I I, I know Sam had a great time on the Keys to the Kingdom tour. I, I don't think that's something I wouldn't do again, but I wouldn't tell other people not to do it. I, wouldn't I just do personally it again. wouldn't do it again. I think it's worth paying full price to do it once. One time, yeah. 
That's what I would say. Like, yes. I, I mean, there's really no need to do it again. I mean, I get, I know you can have like a different tour guide and different things, but I'm like, do it once, pay full price. Mm-hmm. I um, I really want to do some of the private safari things. Like, I think okay. that would be cool to pay full price for. We just haven't done any of that yet. Okay. Um, but that is something that I would pay for. Um, I think we're gonna try out a dessert party, and so we're gonna hopefully do that sometime soon, so that we yes. can figure out if those are actually worth it. Um, I mean, my main objective with that is like good seating for happily ever after. So, yes. but I'm like, I don't know. I kind of want to see if it's worth it. I mean, cause I'll eat my, my weight in desserts by happy <laughs> to make it worth it. I would say this is probably going to be very unpopular. Okay. We love the Halloween party. We love the Christmas party, but we both kind of felt like the prices are not super worth it because we are ride motivated and like, yes, we love the parades and stuff like that, but we just didn't really feel like the, like. I guess the candy for the Halloween party is worth it, but when okay. it came to the Christmas party, I don't know if the price is really worth the okay. parade and the stage show. That's fair. Um, just because they get so, some of them, at least the ones that we've been to were so overbooked that it was like, mm. you would pay all this extra money to have like, kind of like extra space, right? And be like less lines and stuff like that. And it that wasn't our experience. And okay. so I think we were like, well, we really like that. Um, like it was okay, but we probably wouldn't pay that money again for that. Okay. Fair enough. If it was cheaper. We might, but yeah, I think I'm finding myself on the other end of the spectrum and I forgot yeah. about the parties, but now that you said that yeah. I was like, Oh, Greg would pay full price for a yeah. Christmas party. Yeah. I think it just Enjoy the parade. depends. I mean, maybe we would have a different experience going back, but it just was like, huh, that kind of like that kind of, it's the Halloween party really was the one where we were like, dude, it was so slammed. Like there were mm. so many people there and it just didn't feel like this is what we paid extra money for if that yeah. makes sense but i gotcha anyway all right john asked disney pin trading yes or no do you have a what do you have to say i about? do so i haven't actually participated in pin trading but i've been thinking a lot about this because mm-hmm. i typically buy only pins that i want to keep yeah. like i'm i'm more of i experienced something i stayed somewhere i went on an attraction i had a moment i want to commemorate that in some way so mm-hmm. i bought the pin for it but i will say i have seen many a pin board and I'll look at them just to like out of curiosity, not, you know, I don't even really have one to trade. I just want to see. And there are some pins that I wish I had on yeah. those pin trading boards. So I would say if you're curious about it or if you're like me, you're like, well, I like all the pins that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, just I've heard this before, but I, th- I think I might actually do it is just to go on eBay or something. I'm not recommending giving people on money, uh, giving yeah. people on eBay money all the time. But some of them have um, like sets of pins that are clearly old that maybe I don't care about that. I'm just going to go and trade anyway. So you get like yeah. a lot of pins or a little bit amount of money. So you can go trade and get stuff you want. I think there's something to be said for the chase, right? For like the game mm-hmm. aspect of it. Try yeah. to find, um, you know, to start with a paperclip or whatever Dwight started out with and wound up with, mm-hmm. I don't the know. Bean. And then went back the to beans. the magical beans. Yeah. So I think that's it. Like starting with some you pins. You got like a telescope. <laughs> yes. Starting off with some some um, pins I don't necessarily like and seeing what I could get yeah. for them. So I feel like that adds a layer of the the park going experience. That's something I haven't really done. So I think mm-hmm. that might be something I uh, try out soon. I said, yeah, if it's your thing, I think that's like a really cool extra thing to do. I think mm-hmm. people who do it really love it and enjoy yes. it. Um, I think it's cool that you can do it at the parks and at the resorts. Yeah. So it kind of just adds this extra layer to like... Um, all the things like going all the places it's like oh we can do pin trading there um so i think it's a cool thing i just haven't really gotten into it i'm more like what greg said i more buy pins that i'm gonna keep as like commemorative mm-hmm. things um but i'm like dude if that's your thing go for it because some yeah, of those people absolutely. are really into it and i'm like this is so much if that if that makes you happy then do that yeah so i like that all right a last question for this episode it's from Anonymous. They did not disclose their name, and that's he has, okay. He has a lot of good quotes. Yes. Um, what is your number one ride to refurb? And I have three. I couldn't narrow it down mm. to one. Yeah, I guess I have two. Two were at Magic Kingdom. Um, buys a lot ear, Space Ranger Spin. Mm, true, please, true. Please do it up. Yeah. And the Speedway, if it's it's okay, oh, I understand yeah. that maybe we want it to continue to be a Speedway, but yeah. you have to eliminate the gas car situation. You just have to yeah. do it. Yeah. And uh, that's it for Magic Kingdom. And then, um, believe it or not, these are my top three things I want to see reimagined or refurbed. Mm-hmm. Um, Journey into Imagination with Figment. Yeah. It just That needs to be un-90s. I'm a big yep. fan, but it just needs a little more. It's in rough shape. Yeah. 
like I said a few episodes ago, we were talking about that where I was like, I yeah. think they could really do something cool with it because cool stuff with the character. Clearly, the character is very popular. I think they just need to redo something with that. With that, if they did so, I know we talked about the web slingers last week, where mm-hmm. you basically are you make it look like you're shooting webs out of your um, wrists. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a way to incorporate the techno- te- that technology mm. with Figment. Because if you remember, back in the day, there was a section on the second floor of that building where you would wave like a paintbrush at the wall and it would paint the thing. Yeah. And like they could do that except it would be VR, right? Like that, yeah. that style thing. Like there's got to be so much a better use of technology than what's like currently that. being used. My other one is Winnie the Pooh. I just, I don't know. Like I'm mm. like, it's cool, but I just... I'd rather have something else there. Okay, fair enough. Bring back an old ride, please. <laughs> <laughs> an old ride? You want Mr. Toad's right, right back, right where I it mean, was? that, or, I mean, I wouldn't even mind Snow White's Scary Adventures just to be like, yeah, oh. this is what we used to ride, and it was yeah. really inappropriate. Miss <laughs> <laughs> dip this in your sauce and put this in your mouth uh just a little note about trails and over at disney's fort wilderness it is closing this spring Mm. so um a couple of notes about this i have enjoyed trails end of the past especially as it is i think the most bang for your buck with an all you care to enjoy style meal I will say that I think this is still a good thing. So hear me mm. out, everybody. Um, the space is going to reopen this summer with a marketplace concept with quick service options, more than what's currently there. Mm-hmm. And um, I, for me, the benefit here is I think there might be somewhere to sit. Because right now, with Trails End open, um, right now Trails End is actually closed two days a week. I don't know if everyone knows that. It's, mm-hmm. It hasn't been fully operational since it's reopened after COVID, but... Um, those two days of the week, Tuesday, Wednesdays, they have food trucks out, which proved to be popular. There are lines. and um, But anyway, with when Trails End is open, when you get the quick service, you can't sit inside because it's the restaurant. You have to go right. out. And like, it's hot, by the way, everybody. There's nowhere to go. Raining. So you can like take your room back to your, I mean, take the food back to your um, cabin or your or your uh, camper or whatever. But like, that's not really what you want to do. So right. to me, like, okay. If they're cl- like they clearly aren't seeing the business at Trails End, which makes sense because if you ever go to get a reservation at Fort Wilderness Trails End, it's probably available. Yeah. It's not like yeah. it's not normal. I'm not talking about Christmas week, but generally speaking throughout the year, there are reservations available. Yeah. So this probably makes sense for them on a business standpoint. But as from the guest perspective, I'm like, oh, so I'll have more options and maybe a place to sit down. That sounds yeah. wonderful. So right. I'm hoping that's it. Um, the marketplace setup doesn't sound like it's permanent. It sounds like this is a two-phase thing where okay. the first phase is to just whip up a marketplace-style thing, and then it sounds like they're doing something more permanent there. Gotcha. Uh, but more on that as we as we hear about it. And this in no way impacts the Hoop to Do review, which is right next door. That's still yeah. its own functioning thing. It's going to continue doing its shows every night. This is just strictly the quick service, full, um, table service area of um, Trails End. So maybe we'll give it it'll a be. I guess sad to see it go in one respect, but still hopeful to see what they'll what they'll do with that space. Good deal. All right, All right. let's go back in time with some Disney history, as always, brought to you in partnership with The Mouselets. All kinds of fun stuff over on themouselets.com on their TikTok and Instagram. The Mouselets. Okay, what you got? Okay, well, last week we talked a lot about Oswald, the lucky rabbit. And oh, then yes. what was the... um. What was the girlfriend? Hortensia. And Hortensia. Um, and so if you're wondering, it was this week, back in 2006, that the Walt Disney Company reacquired the rights to Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, back from NBC Universal. Uh, this was also along with uh, sports considerations for ESPN. The rights were are obtained as part of a transaction permitting football play-by-play analyst Al Michaels to contract with NBC. Wow. So it was a very long time until they got the rights back. Yeah, 2006. Long history there. Long history Long history. Okay. What you got? I'm going to take us back to 1996, so 10 years before that. Here's a little foreshadowing, a little preview to an episode uh, coming up in two weeks, I believe, for our our, uh, next resort rundown. Mm -hmm. But this week in 1996, the Disney Institute 
opened up at Walt Disney World. The Institute, inspired by a Chautauqua institution in Jamestown, New York, offers more than 60 programs in eight interest areas, such as animation, culinary arts, rock climbing, and wilderness exploration. They were, they were villas that they were able to stay in, which were previously part of the Disney Village Resort on a huge 75-acre thing, 457 rooms. The, um, they claimed or they touted the Institute as an attempt to allow guests to have a vacation with a dose of educational entertainment. Mm. So if you're wondering how that's a preview for a resort run, then well, you'll just have to wait and tune in to uh, tune in because it's a radio and you're ch- and you're changing the dial. That's you'll right. have to listen to our next uh, and resort run. Don't look episode. at us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you like what you heard today, you can head over to iTunes and leave us a review over there. We greatly appreciate it, and it helps us become more visible in the Disney podcast community. If you want to follow us on Instagram. Our show account is at the Parklift Podcast, and my personal account is at the Disney Greg. I'm at the Real Beth McDonald. Every week, we do a little bonus episode for uh, Patreon, and you know, like an extra 15, 20 minutes a week mm-hmm. of just stuff that's going on in our lives that's that we don't right. get to cover here on this on this show. So, if you want to take part in that and be able to listen to that, you can head, do so on our Patreon page. You find a link in our episode. Our website's got a bunch of stuff on it. Mm-hmm. You can request a magic gram. You can submit a question through the Ask Beth and Greg. You can request a show topic, share some magic that you experience, all of that, thatparklifepodcast.com. Okay, I've got a quote for you because, you know, that's like what I do here. Mm-hmm. This quote is from Alice in Alice in Wonderland. And I feel like I may have used this quote before, but I like it so much that I want I'll to do it again if, anyway. I'll tell you did. Yes. Alice in Alice in Wonderland once said, quote, every adventure requires a first step. Mm. I don't remember if you've used it, but with that said, yes, have a great week, everybody. And thanks for yes. being here with us. We'll be back next week. Next week where I will have ridden Tron and I'll That's be excited right. to share. Okay. All right, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs>